0: are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast, just to be honest, folks. Uh, this I don't want to upset anybody, but... I just went through an entire podcast of really just hard-hitting stuff, and then it deleted on me, So, which was awesome because I love technology and I love what that happens. And I just didn't really want to repeat myself again throughout the time frame that I did, so I am just going to rerecord this as is. So if it's a little short for you, that's why. And uh, still going to have great information, of course, as always. Nothing's going to change on that front, but uh, it's definitely a little frustrating when... I saw uh, how, how that turned out. But anyways, that's just what happens, again, with the technology and all that fun stuff. It's what makes it interesting, to say the least. But anyways, hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday. And uh, we're getting closer to the Alabama game between Razorbacks and Alabama, of course, being played in Donald W. Reynolds' Razorback Stadium. And it's amazing that we're at this point, that I didn't think that we'd get to the point where all games got played, and I'm glad I was wrong. We were sitting here with Arkansas going to complete a 10-game schedule and going to at least go three and seven, which is not as good as what some of us would have liked, but still just fine nonetheless. It was still a uh, still a great thing for Arkansas to be in the position that they're in today. And one of the things that I know a lot of you brought up to me when dealing with this Razorback football team is just like how how in the world did you get to this point where this season? Like looking back on it, for instance, like how did you get to this point where? There's excitement, there is achievement, there is accolades, there is everything that makes you feel good about a football season, but yet there's still part of you that may be a little disappointed. And, folks, what I call that is just a good old-fashioned football season. <laughs> like Unless you're the national champions, most of the time you are probably look back on the season and think about woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? Uh, unless you're the national champions – you're always going to have games and plays and elements where you look back and you say, you know what? Uh, we should have won this. We should have done this. We should have done that, whatever it may be. You're always going to have regrets. And Arkansas this year, they're going to go three and seven. We'll see what the bowl situation holds, but you're going to go three and seven. And you're going to look back and say, hmm, we should have been better. And that's true. That's true. Arkansas, looking back on it, should have been six and four. I'm not kidding. Six and four. The only four games you straight up should have lost in the way you did was Georgia and Florida and Alabama and A&M. Those are going to be the only four games which you just straight up lost. Or at least you lost because the other team was just that much better. But you should have beaten Auburn. You should have beaten LSU. And you should have beaten Missouri. You should have won those games. For various reasons, nonetheless. But you were in a prime position to win. And you didn't. And as a Razorback fan, I can understand why that's frustrating. It's frustrating for me to even talk about it. But I look back on these moments and in these games and just think, man, you know, what could have happened if this went instead of that? Or, or if the call went this way instead of that way? Like, what are we all looking at here? How could it have been better and all that? And it just gives me hope for the future, too. Because Arkansas, in my opinion, is going to be a better football team next year than they were this year. Going to have more depth. Going to have guys that have gotten a year better. Who knows what the transfer portal looks like. You're just going to be in a position where you're going to be a better football team. And it makes me wonder, with the other teams that Arkansas is going to be facing in the SEC West every single year, will they be the same? Will Ole Miss be a better team next year? Will Mississippi State be a better team next year? Or LSU? Or Auburn? He's going to be better teams next year. I feel like Alabama and AM, Alabama's going to be Bama. AM, I don't think, is going to be as good next year as they are this year because they're pretty dadgum good this year. But I just look at the games and the teams and everything, and I think, you know what? This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of something special. It's just the beginning of something great. And I can't wait to see how it plays out, but we got to wait and see how it plays out before we get too excited. got to let this uh, rest of the season flow. But for right now, there's reasons to be excited, folks. We'll talk more about that here in just a minute. But first, you know how I tell you about Coors Light and how you want to be in a place that's chilling and you want to drink drinks that are made to chill? That's what Coors Light is all about. Whether you're watching any sort of sporting event or maybe you're watching a movie or maybe you're sitting next to the fireplace or maybe you're doing Christmas shopping on Amazon, whatever it is. Coors Light is where it's all about. It is not only made right here in the great state of the United States, or give me the great country of the United States of America, but it's also cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged, and it's literally made to chill, and it's as crisp and as refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, which is what you all want when it comes to cold beer. It's the only one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. That is Coors Light, and you can get in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You know, it's a a weird time for Razorback basketball too because the excitement is surrounding it, but I feel like there's a lot of people that are still kind of in football mode that you don't really... Uh, buy all into what everything that the Razorback basketball team is doing just yet which is fine which is totally fine and I can understand that and respect that even but I just to give my thoughts because some of you have been tweeting at me and asking me about it so I want to give my thoughts on Arkansas basketball and kind of where they're at right now folks this team is so much fun and they're fun because they have options and having options and different scoring routes and however you want to handle it is exactly what you want to have in a great basketball team Now, it's too early to tell whether or not this team is going to be a team that makes the Sweet 16, but what I do believe is that this is a team that's going to make the NCAA tournament. It's going to turn some heads doing it. I look at the rest of the SEC in particular, and again, it's early going. They haven't had a lot of games, but Tennessee is without a doubt the best team in the SEC as far as talent goes. They got talent. They got senior leaders and veterans. They got it all, but... I'm looking at, like, Kentucky. Kentucky's terrible. They're not a good basketball team at all. Alabama, who was picked to finish above Arkansas, has not looked very strong. Florida looks all right, but there's still nothing about them to where I say that they are 100% above Arkansas at this point in time. This Razorback basketball team is more than likely going to finish in the top half of the SEC, and rightfully so. Like, I, I just don't see any reason why they don't finish higher than what we're all expecting. And I've again, I'll admit, I have not watched every single SEC team in every SEC game, but there's no doubt that Arkansas has the makings of being a Sweet 16 team. Now, you have to get to the tournament. We all know that. And then matchups come into play. Things, Crazy things happen in the NCAA tournament. I'm just saying that this team has the makings of a Sweet 16 team. And Arkansas hasn't been able to have that in quite some time. This might be the most in-depth, and option-friendly basketball team Arkansas has had maybe this millennium. I'm not joking. Like, find me another team that Arkansas had this in the past 20 years that Arkansas has had where there's been this many options scoring. Like, think about even during the time where you had, for instance, Bobby Portis and Michael Qualls. Other than Qualls and Portis and maybe Kai Madden, Anthlon Bell might get hot from three, but that was it. Like nobody else was a scoring threat. And then even think back to those days of like Stan Ethan, John Pelfrey, all those senior guys. You had, you know, Patrick Beverly, Sonny Weems. Those guys could really score. Maybe Darian Towns, but he was so inconsistent. You couldn't count on him on every game. Charles Thomas wasn't bad, but you couldn't count on those guys in any, any game. They were all inconsistent. And so I can't really, you know, say that's the case, but. I just can't think of any other ones, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some of you will come after me and say, no, John, it was this time. This time, this had a lot more options. I don't know, but that's the thing that excites me is that they have more options than we've ever seen. I don't mind if anyone shoots. I don't mind if anyone tries to score. It's just a matter of figuring out the roles and figuring out the minutes and seeing how all it goes. I'm excited about it, and you should be, too. I'm also excited to tell you about BuiltGo.com. We all hit that wall in the middle of the week. It's cold outside. It's getting darker. We're getting tired quicker. We got so much stuff going on. And needed to break through that wall. Luckily for you, BuiltGo go is where it is at. It's like five hour energy without the same crash feeling. So it's natural and better for the body. When you take this, it combines energy gel with collagen protein. So it's healthy and it absorbs in your system fast and it's easy on your stomach, which we all know that's important when it comes to a lot of these energy boosters that we like to use. And right here on this podcast, if you go to builtgo.com and use promo code locked, you'll get 20% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off your next order at BuiltGo.com. This is a deal that won't last forever, folks, but you got to take advantage of it. Make it happen by BuiltGo.com. Promo code LOCKED for 20% off. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Okay, final segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. It's a fun time right now with Razorback fans being able to go and enjoy basketball and football games all at the same time. And Before you know it, basketball is going to be right around the corner. But I did want to bring up this deal with college football and the craziness that are going on with the college football playoff because as was made known today, Michigan-Ohio State game has been canceled. Now, why that is significant is because in this 2020 COVID year, The Big Ten made some weird rules, which one of them being that you have to have a certain amount of games, six being the number, to be able to be eligible for the Big Ten title game. Well, guess what? Ohio State, after the Michigan cancellation, did not make that threshold. So now the Big Ten finds themselves in quite a pickle where now they have to decide, do we change the rules to help benefit Ohio State so that way we have a better chance of getting a team into the college football playoff or do we just roll with it and risk it and let it be and hopefully they'll be able to enter in Ohio State with just five games in. I don't think that happens. And honestly, if the Big Ten decides to reverse course on this, it's it's already been a joke. It's already been just hilarious to see how badly they've handled this and butchered this whole situation. But I look at it and to say, you know, I am not surprised by it, but I also hope it all comes crashing down. I hope the worst happens. I hope everything goes just absolutely to crap. Everyone fails. People get fired. I hope this all happens. You know why? Because Ohio State and the Big Ten deserve it. They all deserve it. No one has handled this more poorly than than the Big Ten. And when you handle things poorly and you make mistakes, especially mistakes based on arrogance, you have to pay the consequences. So right now, I want to see the Big Ten pay the consequences, and I think they are. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.